Hey folks, it's Marvin Cash, the host of the Articulate Flower, back with another Southwest Virginia Fishing Report with Matt Riley. How you doing, Matt? I'm doing great, Marvin. How are you? Uh, as always, just trying to stay out of trouble. And, uh, you know, we've been talking for a while that smallmouth season was going to start to shut down and streamer fishing and musky fishing was going to pick up. And that's kind of what this hurricane did for us, right? Yeah, it definitely slammed the door shut on, on fall pretty hard. We had a we had a pretty hard cold front about a week before Ian rolled through um, that knocked back temperatures a little bit. Um, about well, really about ten degrees on on most of the smallmouth streams, and uh, it uh, you know more or less cold shocked fish. You know, I see a lot of people. A lot of people like to talk like you know as soon as bug fishing's over, as soon as summer changes to fall, they're just you know eating their hearts out on bait fish and streamers and stuff like that. But there's definitely an adjustment period and the uh, change of season came pretty sharply this year. So um, there, you know, if if you've smallmouth fished sometime in the last week and a half, you likely had some pretty tough fishing. Um, But, you know, we, we will see a little bit of a, of a pickup again, you know, as the fish kind of get used to, the uh the weather they get used to the colder water temperatures and you know temperatures are still in the in the low 60s mid 60s so i mean we still have about 10 15 degrees in water temperature to lose before you know they're going to bed um so the name of the game on the smallmouth front is just going to be um you know playing that pinball game with the with the cold fronts and the overnight lows and and uh you know, trying to feed them streamers as they, as they bulk up and get ready for winter. Yeah. And I guess is, but, you know, obviously the great thing about streamer fishing is you can cover a lot of water, but I would imagine too, right. We would expect to start to like, when you find one fish, you're going to probably find quite a few fish and they're going to probably be what probably on flats close to kind of deep water, kind of moving their way back to deep wintering holes. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's definitely going to be a, a gradient, you know, as things get colder, but, but you're correct, you know, certainly in that, you know, 50 to low mid fifties degree range, um, you will likely find them adjacent to, um, to winter holes, but they will be, you know, in the warmer, sunnier water, um, trying to feed up and they will be grouped up. You know, that's a pretty, uh, pretty, uh, you know, trademark, uh, thing for the, for the fall pattern. And I think I saw it, I want to say it was like the, oh man, the last, one of the last couple of days of September, um, we got out on the river and, uh, my guy threw a, threw a fly into a tree on a, on a bank that had a, you know, shallow flat coming out off the off the bank and there were about five or six big fish that were all within you know three or four inches of each other um size wise just bolted you know and that was the first what i call wolf packing um example that i've seen all year and and they're still you know they'll they'll be in those groups pretty much until they go to bed for the winter but um the nice thing about that is that you get a, there's a lot of, uh, sort of a competitive element to, um, you know, your presentation and its interaction with a fish and you can get away with a lot more. So, you know, we've had some low water, um, not low water, but 
you know, very kind of seasonal summer, early fall, low water in the last couple of weeks. And, you know, it's very, it's very easy to spook a pack of fish because there's lots of eyes on you. Um, but that said, you know, if you kind of circle around and, and fish to them again, you know, a lot of times you can get one to make a mistake just because, you know, he's got five or six buddies that he doesn't want to get, uh, th- that they don't want to get the piece of food. So, um, it, it changes behavior a little bit, you know, it, it definitely causes some cold and hot spells in your fishing, you know, because they, they clump up, you know, there's, there's going to be time frames where you're just not seeing fish. And then, you know, you might chuck a fly out there and all of a sudden there's seven fish on it. Um, that's pretty typical for the fall and we're definitely seeing that right now. Yeah. Which is, you know, but the great thing, right. Is you're shifting to kind of that tailwater streamer game for trout. And then you're also starting to fish for muskie, right? Yeah. So that's great thing about where we live. You know, there's always something to do that's kind of prime in season. And, um, you know, I, I do trout trips year round for the most part. Um, we do a lot of fishing in Mount Rogers on the mountain streams, you know, nymph fishing, dry fly fishing, some streamer fishing to wild rainbows and browns. Um, and you can put up some pretty good numbers that way. But we also have two uh, really productive um, tailwaters in our neck of the woods, too, that we fish in the fall and winter and early spring. Um, if we float those rivers, you know, we're kind of tossing the pursuit of numbers out the window a little bit. Um, there's some really big fish in the river, you know, TVA's generation pattern allows for these really predictable high water events, um, that happen almost daily. And, uh, you know, you can float 15, 20 miles of river a day. So if, if, uh, the name of the game is a, a big brown trout or, you know, a few big brown trout, um, that's, that's where we're going to spend our time through the, you know, from October to March or so. Yeah, got it. And I, I just saw your newsletter, right. And you're booking those trips and you're booking muskie dates. You want to let folks, uh, know what you have available. Right. Yeah. The muskie thing is definitely, uh, definitely kind of a staple through the fall and winter too. Um, we, I'll do those, you know, generally, you know, you can, you can definitely musky fish late September, early October, but I usually wait until the later part of October to start, uh, start that largely because I'm doing other things, you know, we're still smallmouth fishing and in, in early and mid October. Um, and we'll carry the musky thing pretty much until early March when our smallmouth fishing picks back up again. So it'll be a real kind of grab bag for the next several months, but, uh, the sort of overarching theme is, is big fish and, and trophy fish. Um, but currently, um, I am booked through the month of October, most of the month of November. Um, so at this point, you know, if you're looking to do a muskie or, or trout trip, we're looking at, at, uh, kind of mid to late November, December and onward. Uh, got it. And you know, folks, we love questions on the articulate fly. You can email them to us. You can DM us on social media. If we use your question, I will send you some articulate fly swag. We are drawing for something awesome for Matt at the end of the season. And you know, Matt, so folks can uh, find those open dates and get on your calendar. What's the best way for them to reach out to you? Yeah. Uh, my website is, is probably the best place. And that is 
nattreillyflyfishing.com and all my contact information is on there so however you feel best reaching out I look forward to hearing from you yeah and you know folks fall is my favorite time of the year to be on the water you can do it to yourself to get out there and catch a few tight lines everybody tight lines Matt thanks Marvin thanks Marvin